Blog Talk Radio. It's live, the Red Reality Show. Show Network. If you love Survivor, you've definitely found the right place to interact with your favorite survivors. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'll be your co-host, and this is Mike on the Mic with host Mike Albright, the number one Survivor fan in the world. Currently, Mike has met 468 Survivor alumni, Jeff Probst, Mark Burnett, Lynn Spillman, and all of the hardworking people behind the scenes who keep Survivors so epic season after season. Mike goes to the Survivor finale every year. He's on the board of Bob Crowley's Durham Warriors Survival Challenge in Maine and Reality for Diabetes in Ohio, and he attends as many charity events as possible. So he's always hanging out with Survivors, and they all love and respect Mike Albright. Here on Mike and the Mike, every Thursday night, Mike invites at least one Survivor alumni to join him, and they recap the Survivor episode that just aired the night before. This gives you 24 hours to watch the show, determine what questions or comments you'd like to call in with, and then on Thursday night, call into Mike and the Mike and have a blast talking Survivor with Mike and his Survivor guests. And If you're too shy to call in, we've got that covered, too. We've got a live chat room where you can post questions during the show. Just click our link and scroll down the page and post your questions or comments in the chat room. Now, it's time to bring on our host, Mike Albright.
Survivor fans. This is the Rad Reality Show Network. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'll be your co-host tonight. It's January 11th, 2018, and it's time for Mike on the Mic with host Mike Albright, the number one Survivor fan in the world. Mike was out in California the week of the Survivor finale because he does attend all of the finales every season for Survivor, and he meets every castaway who's been out playing Survivor for 39 days, and he adds him to his list of Survivors that he's met, um, which was at 469, and I can't wait to find out what it's up to now. Um, But he has invited... Uh, three awesome guests to join him tonight to do the uh, finale wrap-up show uh, from Survivor Millennials versus Gen X. He has um, Adam Klein and one of the strongest women, women from that season and a beautiful inspirational speaker, Sunday Burquest. And the third guest is John Vataha. I hope I'm saying that right, uh, host of the Warrior Survivals Challenge. And so we're going to have a great finale wrap-up tonight. If you'd like to join us and share your opinions on how Survivor ended, all you have to do is click our link to join us in our live chat room or call in at 1-347-237-5506 to chat with Mike, Adam, and Sunday, and John. Um, We'd love to hear from you and hear what your thoughts are. Now I'm going to bring up our host, and let's get it started in here and see what tonight has to offer us. Hi, Mike. How are you? It's been a while since we talked. How are you doing? I'm great. I can't wait to recap. I know it's a bit of a bit of a distance here, but we're having a great show. It's going to be a whirlwind, and uh, one thing I wanted to preface is, you know, Adam's got his kind of a strict timetable so we want to you know get in and get folks talking to him as soon as possible do a recap he was out there too you know and have sunday's opinion and then we'll, we'll also talk about the survival challenge briefly and then when adam needs to depart sunday and john we can stay on and you know recap more on the finale and everything but just want to be cognizant of the time constraints for sure so but i can't wait we to talk them. about the finale it was awesome so we have them on the switchboard so when you're ready I can bring them up. Let's bring in the winner first because we just need to get him going. So please bring in Adam. The winner <laughs> of Survivor Millennials versus Gen X, we have Adam Klein with us. Hi, Adam. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. Hey, happy to do it. Happy to be here. I'm sorry that I, I won't be able to stay the entire time, but I'm looking forward to chatting Survivor as much as we can and the Survival Challenge, uh, which I got to do last year, and it was a ton of fun. Well, we, we're, we're glad to have you, man. So um, um, we'll pull. What, do you want to pull in Sunday, too, or do you want to just do some stuff with Adam first, Sherry? What do you think? Would you, we should have everyone in, and it's kind of, would that be too crazy right now? That's totally your call. Let's bring in Sunday, Let's too, because they battled the Survival yeah. Challenge and in their season, and then we'll get John in uh, as soon as possible. But let's get the talent in first. <laughs> okay, we're going to bring in Miss Sunday Bequest. Hi, Sunday. Thank you so much for calling in. You're on air with Mike Albright, and you know him well, Adam Klein. Hey, guys. How are you? Welcome Hi, back Sunday. to the show. Yeah. Happy to be here. 
Well, we're a few weeks removed from the finale, but just in general thoughts, uh, how do you both feel about the season in general and then the subsequent winter? Uh, as, as a winner, Adam, you can go second. We'll mix it up. So Sunday, what do you feel just of the season in general? I bet it's, diff- it's difficult watching it, uh, not being a part of it, but it's got to be a whole other unique experience. So what was your just general take on what happened in the subsequent winter? Um, well, I think the winner is totally deserving. I'm one that always believes that the jury gets it right. However, mm-hmm. I didn't love the twist at the end. I felt like I don't, I won't go as far as saying it was unfair because I don't believe in unfair, but I didn't mm-hmm. think it was, um, I didn't think it was right that the players weren't able to play to the actual twist. Mm-hmm. And didn't know about it ahead of time, but that doesn't take anything away from Ben as a winner. Um, I thought Chrissy played an amazing game, as did Devin. I just yep. didn't really – it kind of rubbed me wrong how the end of it went down. And there were kind of two unprecedented things that happened, and uh, maybe Adam will refer to those, too. He's a super mm-hmm. fanatical fan, too. But, Adam, just general thoughts, two seasons removed from your win. What was just your vibe on the season and then the, the winner, Ben? I, I agree with everything that, that Sunday said. I, I got a chance to meet Ben uh, briefly at the finale, and he seems like an awesome guy. I'm super stoked for him. Um, I, I separate that from my discussion of, of the twist. My opinion on the twist has nothing to do with Ben as a person or even Ben as a player. Uh, I don't love the twist. I, I, you know, I've said before, um, I certainly would have uh, loved it even less if it happened on my season because I, I know – uh, that it it probably would have changed the outcome. Um, I would have mm-hmm. probably had to go and make fire against uh, against Dave, and we all know that you know Dave was sort of our our fire maker at camp, and uh, I, mm-hmm. I probably would have had a really tough time against him. So um, obviously, it would, if it would have happened during my season, I think uh, Devin has been a, a champ about the whole thing. Um, it's mm-hmm. been a really really good sport. Um, and he's the kind mm-hmm. of guy that just believes that what happened happened and it happened for a reason and you move forward and you don't think about yesterday. I think that's a great approach to, to the situation mm-hmm. that he's in. I don't know if I would have been able to do that in a similar situation, um, but I really respect him a lot for that, and I'm very happy for Ben. Awesome. One thing that surprised mm-hmm. me and what I was referring to was I don't think, and I'm a stat guy and I love Survivor, but I don't think at Final Four an idol's been eligible. That was one of my grievances, and the integration is, is inconsistent. That's nothing against Ben or any of the players. It's just a production thing. And then the, the Final Four, the way in which that goes, you know, Chrissy's advantage is you can let somebody that's really good at making fire beat somebody else that could make fire too. I, I didn't think that was necessarily a, an advantage, quote-unquote. So they were just unprecedented. Jeff said they're now part of the game, so, you know, something for future players to look into. It just, you know, was was interesting to see how that went down and, and why. And I, It's interesting if it's all laid out and it could be, you know, notarized on a piece of paper, that's great. But I, I see where fans come from, and you guys are players and even think it's a little interesting. So it's nice, nice to be on a similar page with that because, to my knowledge, the Final Four – Except pre-final three, you know, three finalists. I don't think you could play an idol this far. Am I? Am I right, Adam? Or are you pretty sure too? Or Sunday as well? Or Sherry? I don't think that's ever happened. No. Yeah, you can't play an idol at the, no. the final four. Um, no. Nope. Not that okay. I've ever seen. 
Yeah, no. through Final Four. So I guess the bin was still in the parameters by finding it when there were still five of them. I guess that's not unprecedented. I just felt. Maybe I I, I, I found an idol at five as as well. That that afternoon okay. for um, the Final Five Tribal Council. But I actually think if you go really far back, I think Yule's idol um, was you still could play, and that was like a super idol. And I think you could play it yep. all the way up um, through the Final Four. So it has. A long time ago, I think you could play it up through Perry the final Newell, four, but yeah, not, it hasn't Newell. been a long time. I would, when they were had the Tyler Perry idol in Kagayan, I do remember that now. So nice catch there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to pull in. Well, well while, Kagayan, um, that was a bluff that Tony made. He couldn't actually use it at the final four, but he pretended like he could. Yeah, yeah, the bluff of it. So for sure. Uh, while you're both here, I wanted to pull in John Vitea, who you know and. We could all talk about things with the finale, but I definitely want to talk in my in my final episode until I get voted out of city council, which is different stakes than Survivor, but i got to retire because <laughs> the council meets the same night as the podcast. I'd love to have John come in, and if we could talk a little bit just about the survival challenge and why people should apply and how it's similar to the actual game you two both got to play. Let's do this. We'll bring on. Hi, John. Thank you so much for calling in. You're on air with everyone now. Hey, Adam Sunday, Mike. How is everybody? Hey, John. Hey, Doing John. Great. We're good. Mm-hmm. Well, John, you got It's Go it's right it. around the corner already, Mike. You know, you know, Mike's part of the planning team, so um, we're already about four solid months into planning. And um, the analogy we're using is same game, new island, just like the show. Mm -hmm. So everybody who loves what we've done out in Maine with Bob will love what we're going to be doing now in Illinois. We have largely the same production crew and actually picked up a few more people who are helping us do some pretty epic things. So um, we're super excited. Where are you going to be now? Lobsters. We, we actually Where are have you a pretty be in creative – we're in Macomb uh, Sunday, which is uh, far western <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> it's actually You're on the property uh, – it's on the property of a couple of our longtime volunteers um, who happen to have 135 acres of, of wonderful property that uh, is our new home. Awesome. So for uh... – for Adam and Sunday, what what got you involved with back when it was DWSC, and then what was it like versus you know the quote the real deal? Because I know we do a real good production, we try to and make it as close as we can. I know it's not identical, but we heard it's pretty close. So what what got you involved, and what was the game actually like? And either can go, go ahead, with Adam. This uh, I've always sort of uh, I've heard about the survival challenge for a long time. I don't remember how I first heard about it, but you know, definitely before I ever went on the show, um, it's it had something that had you know popped up on social media or on Reddit or something, uh, and so I was familiar with it and I jumped at the opportunity to be able to play. I I love Survivor. I love the game. I love the challenge and the adventure, and I love meeting new people. So being able to go out there and um, and meet a couple, a few other um, survivor contestants that I had never met before, um, uh, including going all the way back to season five, John Raymond was out there. 
uh, and to see Sunday again, and and then also to meet uh, a whole bunch of other Survivor Super Duper fans that were just really excited about getting out there. I had such an incredible time, honestly, and it was very, very, very similar to the real show, just obviously condensed for time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were Mm -hmm. living out there in the jungle, not eating very much, and and then playing in these uh, incredibly fun challenges. The it's it was almost like each day on the survival challenge maybe might even be more fun than the actual show because you get to do so many of the challenges. Mm-hmm. The challenges are just a lot of fun and a little bit less pressure than when you're out there on national television for a million dollars. You can just sort of enjoy it. Um, so for anyone out there who's thinking, um, uh, who has ever applied to the real show Survivor, and if you haven't gotten on yet, um, uh, this is for sure the next best thing. Um, and if you've never applied for Survivor because you think maybe you can't hack it, this is a good test. If you can survive the survival challenge, then maybe you'll feel a little bit more confident about applying for the the show. Awesome. Sunday, what's your mm-hmm. uh, what's your perspective? Um, I would totally agree with everything Adam said. I hadn't heard about it because I wasn't quite the super duper fan that Adam is. Um, but I had a friend that mentioned it to me and I started looking into it. I thought it looked amazing. And I actually was kind of a, a fill in and was super excited to get the call that they were looking for someone to fill a spot. And I just thought it was a blast. Everyone I met was amazing. It's, it's, um, you become a little family, just like you do on the real show, which is crazy to me. And, um, challenges were really fun. And I might have liked him a little bit better because I did a little bit better in these challenges than the one in Fiji. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it was fun to meet other survivors and, of course, see Adam, you know, once we all came in to see who everyone was playing. So it was fun. And, and at, like Adam said, it is like playing the real game. I think people get a taste of the emotional aspect and strategic aspect of the game that you really just can't totally get from watching it on TV. Awesome. Well, we were glad to have you and it was great to bring in, even though you came in late Sunday and we knew about Adam a lot earlier, but it was, it was a lot of fun having such high caliber player. And it's amazing. We've provided several redemption stories to some cast members that have had some bad experiences. Mm -hmm. Nina Porsche on our third season and, John Raymond just for somebody to be a first boot and you know the connotations of that, but to come out as guns blazing as he did, he was a force to be reckoned with. So I, and if you just were going to randomly tell me, even as a super duper fan, like John Raymond's going to come to this challenge and get to the get to where he did, that was just shocking to me. So you know, hats off to him, mm-hmm. and hats off to all the survivors that played. And now we're looking for at least eighteen more fans. So I, yeah. Mike, should we talk about the controversial uh, uh, final three twist of the Durham Warriors Survival Challenge? <laughs> One can. There's many. Uh, there were many people with gymnast skill sets on the on the cast, and that could have one of the what the fifth boot that could have been them sitting there. But yeah, talk about that if you want. We like I like controversy on Mike on the mic. We've had Brandon Hance say all kinds of stuff he shouldn't have. So sure, what do you how do you feel about that, Adam? Well, well, if we're talking controversy on the real show and the big complaint on the real show was that there was no way to see it coming, 
and the history of the survival challenge has been there's been uh, you know a final three the last few years. Like how are you supposed to know that it's just a final yeah. two if you're John <laughs> Raymond and you walk into the final three thinking I got this in the bag and then surprise surprise now you got to stand on this beam with a uh, a former gymnast champion. Uh, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> if it weren't if it were a fire making challenge, Adam, we probably wouldn't be having this discussion right now, right? <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. It's not, it, 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 I, I just generally speaking, I you know, and when they do a final two, like I think when they did a final two in Survivor Kageyan, um, it was a little more acceptable in terms of like what the fans thought than than what we saw in this most recent season because there was a way of anticipating it, right? Like they had a final four tribal council on day 37. And anyone who's a fan knows that the last final tribal council is on day 38. Um, you have a harder time sort of figuring out the timeline, um, I think, when you're playing in the, in the survival challenge. So it's a little bit harder to uh, sort of anticipate what might happen next. It's a fair and point. And the game is compressed. Yeah. Yeah. And and just for anyone who's out there listening, we've done final two and final three, so either one may come into play. So now you're warned. So there's no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but we will not. We will not yeah. be doing. We will not be doing this new twist. As you guys said that you didn't love it, I'll go a little farther to say that I absolutely hated it. Um, yeah. It's just changed the fundamentals of how you get to the end of the game. And to me, that just felt wrong. And we all kind of texted each other right afterwards and said, we're never doing that. So God bless mm-hmm. them. I guess we're going to see it in Ghost Island because it's already done. But I'm hoping there's enough fan backlash that it goes away. Yeah, I'm Mike, wanna, yeah, you know that we have a fan I'm call. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, Let's yeah, get them and get a question in for absolutely, especially while Adam's present. Yes, fan, come on in, whoever you are. Okay, here we go. We have Mrs. Kansas with us. Hi, Kansas. How are you? Hello, and Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. What's your question? Do you, have a, do you have a question for these I d- people? Well, definitely. I want to add on to this conversation because something came up recently that I heard, and where this might end up being actually a good thing that they did this and that bed won, because from what I'm hearing, and I have to rewatch this, but the whole thing with Ben having the upside down U, I'm hearing Chrissy had a backwards S. So I saw I, I got the inside too. scoop on this. Yeah. yeah. I I at the finale, um, someone showed me this, and then I was with some uh, of the people from production and asked about this, and I asked Ben as well. Um, and they were told in the explanation of the challenge that there were certain letters that were okay to be upside down. The S was one of them. I think maybe like the uh, if there were like O, you know, anything no, maybe, that sort of yeah. works yeah. the same both ways. They were told in advance that that was okay. But something that would change, like something like a U, had to be in the right uh, order. So mm-hmm. in, according to the rules of that challenge, the S being upside down was fine. Oh, that's interesting. Plus, there's a border on both. So, good catch, Adam. I didn't know who to ask at the after party. I would have tried to figure that out. So, good job. Yeah, and, and not that Adam needs any corroboration, but I, I heard exactly the same thing from people in Survivor Production. And unfortunately, it's one of those where we as the viewers 
don't know all the rules necessarily as they play out on the TV, and we're left to make our own assumptions. But uh, I talked to Chrissy about that too, and um, she was not at all uh, upset like most of the fans were because she explained that they already had known all that. Okay, that's cool. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm still happy that Ben won, though, because I think when all of them went to sleep, and he was the only one really trying, working to find that damn idol. I mean, it, to me, it was like, they, I'm, I'm sorry, this man deserves this win now. I was surprised. That's how I, felt. I don't know As a why fan they watching it, that's how him. I felt. From a player perspective, why did they why did they not follow him? You just think they didn't right. think he'd keep finding him, or what's the reason, Sunday or Adam? What what's your take? Like what 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 happened? Well. Some people just don't want to be out in the dark in the middle of the night, for one. But, you know, Mm -hmm. you're just exhausted. And I think sometimes you're just, uh, for me, you just aren't thinking as straight as you should be. Adam was one that would have been out and was out very early. The first thing we did in the morning when I opened my eyes is looked for Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Sunday did. Sunday did catch me at one point, you know, early in the morning, and they, they walk around the corner, and they're like, you don't even have your water bottle. Like, you're not even pretending like, to do anything else. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for another. Uh, as someone who, who tried to look really early in the morning for an idol, until the sun comes up, it is nearly impossible. I mean, yes. you just can't see anything. You, it, it, it's, it, you know, I, you're, you're probably just wasting your energy for the most part. Um, and, and I do think that, I think that Ben actually found his idols sort of at dawn, you know, after um, the sun came up a little bit, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I I don't, it's very, very difficult unless you already have a clue and sort of know where to look. Like if you know that it's by the well, then you can go in the middle yeah. of the night and dig at the well. Like I think we, did we see Joe do that or something? But mm-hmm. unless you have yeah, some sense, so. it's very, very difficult to see things in the middle of the night. Yeah. You yeah, can't the last one, he had already given up. So dark. Mm-hmm. He had given up so and dark. had come back to camp and was sitting on that bench, like, at, at camp by the fire and saw the X at the end of the, that bench-like thing and it said, you know, like, yeah. dig here, you know. And the sun was coming up. Um, but I had yeah. picked Ben from his bios before we ever even heard him say a word when we started going over the bios before they even did the video bios. And I stuck with him throughout the entire season. And that's one of the few times that I've picked somebody from early on, from before the show, and rode with them all the way through the show, and they actually won. So... Wow! Congrats. This is, yeah. yeah, this is one of those few times that I nailed it from the very beginning, and so I was I was really happy with Ben's win. Um, mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, you know, I liked him. Adam, I liked that you're... he was he was a military guy and he was a family guy, and I liked mm-hmm. that. Adam, well, as I was a winner, rooting for others over him. But him keep winning idol after idol, and all of them just letting him do it—it just—it happens so often. 
it to me it just was a point of this man deserves this win. I wanted I, I really loved Devin. I, I would have loved to have seen Devin win up until that point. And then it was a point forget it, I'm sorry, Devin, I don't want to see you win this. You don't deserve it. That's that was just my feeling. Devin's departure though was so classy and that's just the dude was so chill. He's awesome. Oh, I've I never seen him. somebody that calm and re- just yeah, what's up? He took it so well, and so did Mike with the way Mike went out. So they both did that very well. Well, it's the same way they handled it with the fake idol. Mm-hmm. So, same way. Yeah, Devin reminds me a, a, a lot of Jay. Both both really great guys. Um, mm-hmm. Mike, I, I got it. Uh, I'm gonna have to jump off in about uh, five minutes or so. So if there was an, another question or, or or so that we wanted yeah. to get to, just want to give I you a heads have a up. Question. Why do you think Ryan and Chrissy didn't win as a, from a winner's perspective? Because I, the one thing I liked about one of the things Chrissy did was talk about, and I always said if I ever made it, she said what I wanted to say, but I swear I've said it like 15 years ago, is if you're going to look back at our season, you should remember who played the best. And I thought that was a good statement for her, but why do you think Chrissy and Ryan didn't win when the jury evaluated them? Um, I'll start with Ryan. I think Ryan, uh, the, I think the final four twist um, was not great for Ryan. I think that it mm-hmm. made him um, look really, you know, weak to be taken to the end. I think that's a bad mm-hmm. spot for anyone to be in. You don't want to be the person chosen to go to the end because it looks like you didn't earn it. Um, okay. it, it also, I think uh, a final three with Devin would have shaped up better for him because he could have made the argument that, you know, he created the alliance of Chrissy, Ryan, and Devin, and that's the alliance mm-hmm. that made it to the end. Um, so he would mm-hmm. have had a, a bit more of an argument had it been uh, Devin there over Ben. Um, and I think, you know, the game got away from him a little bit uh, in the in the merge uh, when yeah. Devin sort of flipped away from him with Ben and Lauren and Ashley um, and made that mm-hmm. move. It would It made it harder for Ryan to say at the end of the game that everything Devin did, he did because of me. Uh, you know, he sort of lost that argument and would have had to go up against someone who uh, did things uh, in the post-merge of his own accord without letting mm-hmm. Ryan ever know about those things. Um, as for as for Chrissy, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's hard to say, and, and who, who knows, you know, what would have happened um, if it had been Devin in the end, um, as uh, over Ben, I think Devin played an amazing game and certainly would have had a very, very good chance of winning. But you could also make the argument that that, that Chrissy could have as well. Um, and so, uh, it, it's it, I, I think we saw some instances where she may have alienated some potential jury members throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her her argument um, with Ben, even though he didn't end up on the jury. Uh, after one of the tribal councils um, where she had a hard time sort of understanding that he would make a game decision to go against her. Um, I think we saw Mm -hmm. a little bit with with Joe um, and and the way that they communicated with each other, um, even on his way out the door when he was voted out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the show made it a point to highlight a few instances where she was sort of getting into arguments or having personal disagreements with a few members of the jury. I think that might have hurt her a little bit. Um, and mm-hmm. the fact that uh, that her, like Ryan, lost a little bit of control in the game when uh, the other four made that big move, I think that hurt both of them. Um, and I think mm-hmm. 
it, it, but more than the reasons why they lost, I think the jury was rooting, just was rooting for Ben, and they respected the way he played the game, how he never stopped fighting, how he did make that move with the four, and then also went uh, and and was um, you know uh, the the secret spy or whatever. He did a lot of fun mm-hmm. things that I think the jury liked to watch, and, and they respected him as a person as well. So I think the story is more about why Ben won than it is about why Chris mm-hmm. or Ryan lost. I would agree with you, too. I have a question for you. It. Last question mm-hmm. for Adam. Let's hear it, yeah. Favorite challenge from your season and favorite challenge from this season? Uh, I think my favorite challenge to watch from our season would be that snake challenge where we had oh, our, like gosh. faces in the sand mm-hmm. um, and, <laughs> and we had to get to the end and do the puzzle. Awesome. That was not a fun challenge to participate in because it gave me some oh. lifelong scars that I still have yeah. on my on my shins <laughs> wow. and my ankles. Uh, wow. <laughs> For Adam. Um, that was awful. <laughs> my favorite one to uh, participate in uh, probably the one I won because I'm I'm biased like that, and it, it was a total dream come true to to win an immunity challenge. Uh, uh, and the and then my favorite challenge from this season, um, they, there were a lot of new and interesting challenges. Um, what were some of the ones yeah. at the beginning? Where that I feel like the very first immunity challenge they did something different I'm, I'm and I'm finding was cool with the signs that they spun around that was really interesting oh that I, was I, cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah that I like that one puzzle that we've never seen before I thought that was really cool they did another puzzle mm-hmm. where you had to like match up the different colors um by carrying these logs and putting them in uh, uh, it's hard to describe um but uh, I, I thought they had some really unique challenges this year. Uh, and the, I like the one where they have to hold their hands out because um, you really see them fighting for it and the, they, like the pain that they're going through to keep those, uh, those things hanging up there. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, That's I know you're at the time punch, I, I, man. So. Yeah, I'm really oh, sorry. sorry go ahead. I have to head out. It's got to be somewhere um, in, in about 20 minutes. Uh, but uh, I, I wish we had more time to chat. Um, and just uh, one last thing I want to say. If you're on the fence about the survival challenge, I promise you, whether you go mm-hmm. out first or you win the whole thing, you are going to have a great time and make a whole new little family. Um, highly, highly recommended. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, Adam. That'll be a soundbite on the website. And have a good day. And I really <laughs> appreciate you coming by. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Bye, Adam. Thanks, John. Thanks, Thanks Adam. Mike, thank you, everybody. Thank- and congratulations, care, Adam. You were up against some very you know, strong competition, and you kicked butt. So I, as a fan, it's I, a thrill being able to talk to you. <laughs> well, well, thank you very much. Take care, guys. Bye. See ya. Thanks, Adam. Well, that was awesome, and we can continue yeah, to talk cool. about Sunday as a female, um, uh, this is not a great sequitur. We've been kind of bouncing all over, but there were nine immunity right. challenges, and women won eight of the immunity challenges in Heroes, um, Healers, and Hustlers. As a woman, and any of the women yeah. here, I guess, John, you're not going to get to answer this. Sorry, <laughs> but as women, what's it like when eight ninths of the challenges are won by women? That's pretty cool. I think it's really cool. Um, I don't know what it says about 
how I didn't win a single one in my season. But I wasn't um, going to bring that up, but. <laughs> Uh, I think it's cool. You know, when you're out there playing, I honestly, I couldn't tell you the breakdown of girls versus guys that won the challenges. It's just when you're playing, I don't think anyone cares, really, unless you're the person winning. And it's, of course, so exciting to win uh, win an immunity challenge. And I'm not taking it off my bucket list. So, um, you know, I was thrilled to see the girls kicking butt on the challenges. And often when I would get to a challenge, I would think to myself, okay, this I could potentially win. I mean, I don't, I don't think there were that many challenges that I, could, that I would 100% rule myself out on, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. Um, one reason I loved the survival challenge is uh, maybe it was the less pressure. I don't know what it was, but I did much better in the challenges and they were just so fun. Um, but, you know, obviously you go in wanting to win every single one and, um, you know, only one person can win them. Right. Yep. So, uh, Kansas or Sherry, what, as ladies, what does that feel like for the women to kick the men's butt? basically yeah i, I love think it. it's awesome you know <laughs> i think i think this country you know is seeing that you know women can do a whole lot right now you know women are, are carrying this you know resistance um march and the me too i mean there's there's just so much going on with women right now women are are standing up and and showing their own strength, their own inner strength, their own beauty. They're, you know, they're just coming into their own right now. And they're not letting anybody knock them down. They're not taking any shit. And I think it's just awesome to see women really showing their strength right now. And to see it, you know, in Survivor, in life, Whatever it may be, I think it's awesome to see women, you know, winning and and making changes and standing up for, you know, what they believe in and, and having fun um, and and just doing it with all the gusto they can do it with, you know. So. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And John, I will ask before Kansas answers. John, when you look at the history of when it was the Durham Warrior Survival Challenge, women did pretty well in in our game. And who knows what will happen in season six? But what's the female track record of DWSC? Is he is John still in, Sherry? I John John. Hello, John. Mm. It looks like he's dropped. Well, I'll talk about Get it. Get that uh, man there's back been five, on here. <laughs> there's, been, there's, there's been five seasons of uh, – uh, there were five seasons of DWSC, and seasons two, three, and five were won by women. So um, that's something to say. Who knows what will win Survival Challenge. It's a little different than the real show where – yeah, the challenges are so something. great, though. The challenges are so fun. I mean, they're just yes. they're done to such a high level. I was actually really surprised. 
um, pleasantly surprised. I heard it was great, but you just have to get there to do it to see how great it really was. And I can say every single challenge was so fun. So fun. And aside from being on a beach, it, did it feel pretty comparable, like the challenge, the challenge level, and the, what you were doing in the competition? Like, did it? I mean, we weren't we weren't on a beach. I mean, there was a little pond well, there, but pretty close, right? Yeah, it was almost worse, actually. It was almost harder in the woods than it was on the beach because um, you know you have all the root system to deal with, and it's really, really, really uncomfortable to try and figure out how to. And you're dealing mm -hmm. with more. I felt like well, it was cooler while we were there, so the bugs weren't horrible. But I, I would say the living part was you know, pretty comparable um, okay. to being out there. So I think that's an added element that really helps players feel what the real deal is like, which I think for those applying, that's what they want. They want to get a real feel of what it would be like to be on Survivor. So uh, the more realistic it is, the better. So I, you know, the living conditions suck. Like, we couldn't get fire, which just brought me right back to my Demex beach, where we didn't have fire for five or six days. And um, that's what Survivor's about. Deal with it. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And we had some twists and turns and harken back to some older seasons. Were you expecting to have a tribe of all women when you played and go against a tribe of guys? And how do you think you guys fared in the Survival Challenge? Well, I wasn't expecting it, of course, and we actually did, we really kicked butt. Um, the all-women team, and then we were split into two, and mine particularly, we won a lot of our challenges. Um, so I think we did fabulous. I, this coming from a person who would never pick an all-girls alliance or tribe. Um, mm -hmm. So I, when I first died, I was like, oh, crap, that's not what I want. But it, you know, it ended up being okay. It ended up being okay. Uh, Kansas, I, I've cut you off like five times, and it's not because you're a woman, just because we're talking about the Rebel <laughs> challenge. But do you have the, the ladies well, winning here's, here's all those immunity challenges? Question. How did you feel? Here's a real good question <laughs> about because on the woman conversation, because I'm yeah. thinking. Because a lot of, and you know, once again, you know, when you talk with other Survivor fans, and a lot of the feelings we had, you know, because I know, uh, Cherry, you were a big Chrissy fan. Were you still that way up until the end? Um, not as much. I wanted as to ask you I that. Had, no, I wasn't. There was a time okay. when I just sort of turned. Yes. A bit. Because yeah. I was going to direct this to Sunday to see what you think about mm -hmm. this Sunday. Do you think the reason why so many women did not vote for Chrissy was because she came across seeming so anti-woman? She wanted okay. to get rid of all the women on, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and I, Okay. Go ahead. Finish your finish your question. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that was just that was just the the feeling that I had. You know, watching it, mm -hmm. she just seemed to always target the other woman. She wanted to just be with the men, and that kind of bummed me out because there were a lot of women there that I really wish would have hung longer. And it really seemed <laughs> because of Chrissy, they, she got rid of them. 
So <laughs> I just wonder because wow. I think she would have had more women voting for her if she didn't come across seeming so anti-woman. Um. Okay. Well, I didn't get that feeling. I okay. I understand where it comes from. So I'm not saying you know obviously people did get that sense. My two cents is when you're out there playing the game, you have to eliminate any threat to your game, whether they're a male or a female. And um, it just so happened that it was woman, 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 but Christy didn't vote by herself. You know, other people had to vote with her to send those people home. And I, I guess I look at it more like, it's not Christy's fault they're out. It's their fault they didn't play to a caliber that kept him in the game. Now, did they show some unflattering, um, you know, situations with Christy and maybe how she came across? Absolutely. Um, but I don't know that I feel like I could go as far as to say that I feel like she just targeted the women and they went home because of her. Because if you have relationships in place, those relationships and those alliances are going to protect you. So maybe it's more which alliances were the other women in that did not protect them and keep them in the game, and did they make the right choices on the alliance members that they chose? That could be. I I totally get the feeling that you're saying, and I've heard it for sure. So just my own personal opinion, I didn't feel like she went out there and said, you know what, I'm targeting women. And in my mind, <laughs> playing the game of Survivor, I don't give a crap if you're a woman or a man. I'm going to further myself in the game. So I don't think it's the, for me, my own self personally, I don't think it's the time for me to worry about women's empowerment. It's all, you know, everyone for themselves because this is a game for a million dollars. Right. That's just, how I, that's just how I look at it. But I get what you're you saying. You worry about women's I, empowerment I, you know, after the game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is about me empowerment and me getting a million dollars. Right. No doubt. So, that's as fans, we, you know, as fans, of course, we see it, you know, differently than because we're not yeah, playing the for game. for sure. Right, right, for sure, for sure. I, I think at one point, social. though, she was talking about wanting the women's alliance. Well, she, she was that to get no. I I I think that was a bluff on her part to get um yeah. was it Allie to vote with her. She never really intended on doing that. That right. I got oh, okay. from watching. So yeah, it was just a ploy to get a vote. Mhm. Well, I think yeah. it was her social skills in general. Not that she went against women. I didn't even really get that perception. Yeah. I think it was just yeah. strategically she was very strong, but there seemed to be. Being an actuary, almost a too analytical approach, and I think Ryan did too. Like just yelling Cole's ACT score at him when you jumped on him to get an idol earlier. You know that I appreciated though knowing the people because they cut that out of Eliza's question in Micronesia because she asked that question. I think that's extremely important as a as a fan that the players you know know each other and build real relationships and then kick yeah. each other's butt. I, I thought yeah. that it was more just her social skills in general, not a woman versus a woman. It was just, that's my take. I don't know. No, I was I, just I, touching I on agree. the woman thing because, you know, we were talking about the, you know, yeah. the women. 
And that's why I brought yeah. that up. But I totally, uh, Mike, I totally agree with you. I thought her social skills were the pits. And, and you know, I think in front of people, yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes the social, you know, coming from a person whose strength is the social part of the game, I think that gets overlooked. And I, I, um, if you don't have a good social game, you're not winning Survivor. Now you right. need other things. You need luck. You need you know, strategic uh, moves and all of that. But I really think the social part of the game gets underestimated um, because when it comes down to jury and vote, people most generally aren't going to vote for someone they flat out do not like. Right. You know, you'll get, you'll get some respect votes, but if, if you tick every single person off and no one likes you, unless your level of, Big moves is so high, it takes a lot to override that in a jury situation, I think. Well, yeah, at least the the good thing is Christy pulled in two votes, so she did get two. And Ryan, you know, your season was a season of one of your more recent shutouts and final threes. And, you know, Ryan got a vote, which I was really surprised because Ryan, Sherry can talk more about it, but going into the season, you know, but Brian is a bellhop. Is they called him a hustler. I didn't think he was going to be interesting at all. And Ryan, for much of the season, right, right up with Devin were my two favorites. So for Ryan to get a vote and to play really well, but I can hear what Adam said: being drugged to the end does doesn't help anyone's game. But Ryan really surprised me. Yeah, yeah. Look at Russell Hans. I mean, he he played his butt off. You know. And because he pissed his entire jury off and had a bitter jury, he's never going to win. He was never going to win that, that season. Right. You know? Right. I mean, you have a better jury. Right. There's no way you're going to win Survivor. Just like Sunday said, there's, there is mm-hmm. a huge portion of it that has to do with how, how your social game is played. I agree. And you have to really balance you know, how well you you have your social game along with your your alliances and, and your There's a definite to lie when you when you yeah, need to and then spot. Yeah, and then ha you know, go out and do the challenges as well. So I mean it's mm-hmm. it's a tough game. It is. But it's a fun one. One thing we Yeah. We didn't mention it all <laughs> was Mike much at all. And he also went out in an interesting way with Ben surprised him all at the idol. I thought he'd handled it well, but Mike was a bit of, was an underdog the whole season and was pretty surprised that, from himself that he made to 37. So what did you guys think of Mike's arc to the game and how he went out? Cause I thought the, the finale was good. He Among the fans out of the finale, it was crazy. He come out once on the way out to the, the, uh, when you guys go to the studio and he's like, Hey, super fans, Mike's good in the house. And all the people in the lobby were like screaming <laughs> for him. So, like, you know, Dr. Mike, the urologist, what were your take on him? And he, I thought he had another gracious exit like Devin with an interesting twist to get him out. Uh, I liked him. I thought he was fun to watch. Um, I thought he was a tiny bit silly. I guess I don't know how else to describe that, but, um, 
you know, him throwing the that idol in the fire, and then those oh. times that he he was just kind of making um, decisions on his own without getting his alliance members <laughs> involved. Um, you know, I don't know what that was about, but um, I thought he was great to watch, great fun. I loved to see him. I loved seeing him get so far. Um, I just sometimes would scratch my head at the decisions that he was making, but I'm sure people did that when I was playing, you know, my decisions. So it's hard to, in retrospect, to look at what someone else does. Sunday, if you had been a juror on this season and with the new format, and I guess, I don't know if we talked about it the last time, I think we did briefly this new format, but what kind of things would you have asked as a juror in an outlet out playing out last thing if you wanted what would you have asked Ben or Christy or Ryan if you had the chance if you were playing against them um I probably would have asked them you know what their strategy was coming in and did they stick with it and um you know were they I like to see players that are moving with the game so my plan A didn't work, all right, I'm going to plan B. My plan B didn't work, okay, I'm going to plan C, you know. And so I guess I would like, I would probably be asking what were those adjustments and changes that they made along the way. Okay. I guess that's hard to say without being there and seeing every single thing that they did, you know. But Absolutely. I'm thinking, you know, those are kind of some of the things that I would I would be looking at, I guess. Were you Were you surprised Sunday? Give me somebody you were surprised how early they went, and then somebody maybe you're surprised how far they got in the game. Just looking at the people on paper, and as you watched, as a fan and as a former player. Um, I guess I would have expected Allie to go a little bit further, possibly uh, even Jessica. Um. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that Joe went out as quick as he did. He didn't go out quick, but I, I, I thought he would have been a couple more spots ahead um, yep. of where he came out. And I just loved Lauren. And I guess I don't know what I expected. I didn't see her as a person going out like right away at all. Um, but I mm. was thrilled to see how far she got. And I just, loved watching her. I thought she was a lot of fun. Yeah. Agreed. You know, I like Lauren once I met her. We she said some stuff about my, my race, the gingers and but when I got to talk to her she was really really cool. Mike, lady. I gotta hear what I gotta hear what she said oh when you gosh. met her. I you haven't told I me the story. She explained to me when I, I told her, because when I met Sunday, I don't know, if, I, I was like, hey, I'm a big fan. I just tell you, I like, I was like, Lauren, I didn't like you for a while just because you were going gung-ho at the gingers. And she explained that she works with a bunch of uh, redheads, and it was more of a joke to the guys back home. And I yeah. appreciate that humor. I'm soulless, but I'm not humorless. So I liked it, and it was a, it was a good chat. And she was a cool – All the, the cast was all cool. There was, there was one person just a little standoffish, but a lot of that's got to be – it's got to be crazy for all these people to come up to you that you don't know, that want to talk to you, that want to shake your hand, get a picture, throw buffs in your face. So, I, Sunday, I can't imagine what it was like for all of us weirdos to approach you. We talked about it on the show. I talked to you about it in person. <laughs> it's got to be strange. I, I think it's some part of the show I would love myself, 
But I know it's going to, you know, take you back. So I guess what was it like? I'll ask you again when at your finale a year ago, what was, you know, what was it like with a bunch of random weirdos like John Vitae and I coming up to talk to you and Steve Pickett and everything? <laughs> Well, first of all, I didn't think it was weird. Well, it's okay. it's, it's a it's a weird feeling that people want to talk to me. Okay, so that's weird. Yeah. That's the weird part. Yeah. Um, because who's used to that? Nobody. And mm-hmm. but on the same hand, it was so exciting because here I'm. You know, the people that play the game, you know, they've been wanting to play forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a big thrill to even be there. So on one hand, you're like, what? You want my autograph? That's so weird, you know? And um, But on the other hand, it's like, oh, this is so cool that I got to do this. And you feel a little, like, humbled. Like, wow, yeah. this door got open for me in my life. And a lot of people want to do this. And I got to do it. And people, like, actually like it and want to come say hi. And, you know, you were just so nice to talk to as well as Steve, and I don't know when I got to meet John, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, it was just a great overall experience for me, but it is a little overwhelming, and I can see how, you know, depending on your personality, see, I'm like an extrovert anyhow, so mm-hmm. for me, it wasn't too bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I can I, I can handle that kind of stuff. Um but maybe I can see for other people why it would be it would be a little overwhelming. I can, and that's I why we have that. rules and protocol in place where we usually just say mm-hmm. hi, people check in, then we, you know, bombard you when you come back. We try to we try to do that, and we do have a lot of respect for folks because you frankly you do. don't know any, anything. So it's nice when yeah, people do no. talk and are friendly. Yeah, I felt like everyone was, you know, for the most part – great to talk to and made it a great experience it was a great experience for my family um you know all of it so yeah um we're kind of getting close to possibly the end of this you know final episode um sherry i if this is the last mic on the mic though i just want to say from the production and all this stuff you you do for this show and with with Jason setting up the promos and dealing with my, you know, challenge sometimes of getting the guests, but everything you've done, asking me to be on the show before I hosted and, you know, working together for seven seasons. I just want to, you know, I really appreciate the bond we've gotten to have. And I wish I could have met your reality for diabetes. I hope we're going to be close at survival challenge six through infinity that you can get a chance to come up and maybe put in an application Sherry, maybe Sunday can sell you or Kansas on why why you should play. But mm-hmm. I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart how much I appreciate our friendship and, you know, this opportunity. And I'm getting to live one of my dreams and, you know, get to go away from one of my dreams and hosting a podcast. So it's this bittersweet time in my life where great things are happening and horrible things are happening. So I just wanted to tell mm-hmm. you that. I um, You're going to make me cry. I, oh, I only Sherry. want the best for you. <laughs> I just yep. want the very best for you, Mike. I I just adore you. And now that the Durham Challenge is a little closer to my house, I'm hoping maybe I can come up and see you there. I can't participate. My health won't let me, but mm-hmm. I would love to come up just as a fan and, and watch and enjoy 
everybody up there and get to meet everybody. Um, and um, reality for diabetes too. And now that I've had, you know, the surgery I just had, um, I think that, you know, we'll be able to, to maybe do some traveling um, that we weren't able to do before and maybe I'll be able to get out a little more. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to, to do a little bit more this summer and I would love, love, love to be able to meet you and, and give you a big hug. Um, but I just want you to know that I appreciate you so much and everything that you've done. Um, you've brought so many great guests to the show and just had so much fun with you. And I just want what's best for you. I know that you're getting ready to get married and you've got a great political career coming up and you're probably going to wind up being on Survivor and I can't wait to see that. I know they've got to pick you. They've got to. Um, I just want everything in the world for you, Mike. You are such an awesome human being and I'm so glad that we've got to know each other and spend these, these seasons together and you know you're always welcome here. Always have a home to come back to. So if you ever want to come back, you're, the door is always open. Well, thank you, Sherry. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, Kleenex, for the past <laughs> couple minutes there. But, uh, um, I'm got a tear in my eye, too. Sunday, you're the final guest in my, my little era here. So, uh, wow. Ron Rad and Bubba Bubba Sampson from Vanuatu and Coach Wade and little old me, a ginger super fan who am working my way towards Cochran physique if I can stay at it. So it's been a fun seven seasons and I can't wait to see who does this again. But thanks for stopping by Sunday and being a someone I was a fan of and now a friend of. So thank Aww, you for being the final you. guest. Yeah, thanks for having me. You guys have a great night. Thank you Sunday, so much. Thank you so Great much. Job. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. Take care, honey. Thanks, for, thanks for calling in and keeping the show yeah. going a couple of seasons where we had guests that fell through, and I don't know. You could. How I roll. I don't know if you like to host podcasts, but. What? <laughs> oh, okay, have a great night, you guys. You're Thank awesome. you, Sunday. Take care, okay. honey. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 What a sweetheart but, she is. Uh, I'm curious to see Ghost Island. It's a, I, I'm amazed with what they're going to do with that. And I was a little worried hearing some of the rumors floating around online with a number of people. And I thought it might be returners. And a lot of the, some of the stuff I heard doesn't seem to be true. But for people to relive the past and for some super fans, I just, you know, if the things had come out differently, I it would be interesting to go out there and uh, get to see something in, with uh, so many super fans that know the show with some of the things that they, they hinted that are going to be happening and that could happen. It, it, I hope it's a great season. I've already been indirectly talking to one of the cast members, so maybe they'll be the 500th person I meet from the show. One of the new cast will be the 500th because I've met 486 survivors. So Why, you're up to uh, 486 now, huh? Yep, so one of these people will be number 500, so yeah, I almost met Angie, but she didn't get my, see my message, she's uh, 
If you're listening to this, Angie Jacuz from uh, Survivor Palau is battling uh, cancer, and she has a GoFundMe. So if you are financially able, please donate to her to her GoFundMe so she can fight her cancer. And if you can't support it financially, uh, try to share the <clears throat> share the link. I'm pretty sure it's on my wall. If you can find that, I can you know send it to Jason or Sherry. But just you know support that if you can. Yeah, please send that to me. I'd like to put it up in our group on our group page. I'll try to find the post and see. I'll I'll uh, I'll message your sister and see if I can get the link again. But I know one the day after I shared it and mentioned it to Kobe from her season, it went from like a hundred dollars to like fourteen hundred dollars. So I didn't really get to donate yet, but I'm glad it's going through and she just needs a lot of money to fight this thing that's really hurt a lot of people, so. Um, we have somebody, well, no, I'm sorry. Um, Jason is in our chat room. He's, um, He says to tell Mike thanks. You're welcome. We'll miss you, Mike. Yeah. Very much. I'll do what I can. I'll keep watching the shows. And depending on weeks and the conflicts, I'll may try to call and pipe in. So... But best of luck with uh, reviewing season 36 onward. Um, I certainly hope that, you know, as I said, you uh, everything that you do in your life just goes splendidly. Um, I know that, you know, you've got a lot coming up in your life with your new political career and... Yeah. Getting married and and so much ahead of you, um, your your life I'm is doing just a, starting out. I'm running out a half and, marathon in May too. Or I'm going to try to. Oh run my goodness! Wow, that's cool. You haven't heard about our governor in Missouri here, have you? Oh, I've seen some stuff on social media. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, certainly not my favorite, so I was not <laughs> surprised to see that at all. Well, at least he's not as bad as the leader of the free world who's calling countries uh, <laughs> shithole countries. That's he's a, a he's like a little mini the world. He's like a little mini Trump. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, Kansas. If you haven't heard about it, yeah, he um he just got busted for having an affair on his wife. He oh, ran. Great. He ran for office. On being, you know, this big Christian, he ran on, you know, a platform where he was all about guns, all about being a Christian, all about, you know, his faith and morality and all that kind of thing. And as soon as he was elected, he came in and the first thing he wanted to do was force right to work on Missouri, which we have voted against 
numerous times. Wow. And the way he tried to do it was basically illegal. So even though he was going to try to force it on us, it got wound up getting shot, shot down because he was trying to force it on us illegally. Then just last night, it was on the news that he got caught in an adulterous relationship. He was having an affair on his wife. And what he did was he told his mistress to put a blindfold on while she was in, and he took her, her clothes off and he grabbed a camera and snapped a picture of her. And then he said, now, then he said, now you'll never utter my name or your pictures everywhere on social media. You've got to be kidding. And basically threatened her with blackmail. Wow. And she was also married. And so it wound up, she wound up telling her husband about the affair it wound up splitting up her her marriage, and her husband is, you know, saying, "Look, this guy basically is was blackmailing my wife." Oh, absolutely! And it's just ugly. So now they're doing a big investigation of him, and it's horrible. <laughs> is he an older no, man? No, he's younger. He's like. I don't know. How old do you think Greitens is? 43? 43. Oh, he's young. So, yeah. Not that it matters, but... But he's just like Trump. Just like him. Oh, hell yeah. A little mini, mini Trump. Ugh. So. <laughs> Sorry about well, that, Terry. Go to polling station and vote. 2018 is a big year, and 2020 will hopefully be a bigger year. And send 45 yep. out. The of blue there. tsunami has to hit. Everybody has to vote blue. We got to get a blue tsunami going. Hopefully it will. I know. Um, I know uh, Clinton County in our city was seventy percent Trump, and three Democrats were elected to city, or two were elected, and one was reelected to city council. So, uh, hopefully the tide will turn. And look at how many Republicans are are not going back for reelection. You know, are going back for their seats. Mm-hmm. You know, they're jumping off that ship. Yep. So, well, I'm glad that you were elected, Mike. I know that you will do wonderful things in your area. And um, I think you'll go even bigger and better from the position you're at now. Um, You know, but this will be a learning phase for you, and then you'll go onward and upward. But 
I'm so happy for you that um, everything turned out well, and I wish you all the very best, and I hope that I do get to see you this summer. And, uh, yeah, it's Macomb, Illinois. I think John mentioned it before he left. It's uh, it's down by Western Western Illinois. So how do you spell that? Do you? Oh, hold on. I think it's M A C O M B. M A C O M B. It should be pretty pretty close, I would think, to that way. I know St. Louis and Chicago are the two closest airports. It's like three hours from St. Louis, I think, or less than three hours. Wow, that's not bad at all. Yep. Yeah, we'll definitely have to be there if it's less than three hours. That's easy driving. We'll look that up after the show, and uh, let me know the dates on that, or I'll. Uh, June twentieth and the twenty fourth. June twentieth and twenty fourth. Twentieth through the twenty fourth. Yep. All right. Well, I look forward to that. Can't wait. I'm glad they moved it down from Maine. Yeah, it was, uh, I think five years was just a rough on, uh, you know, taking over the Crowley household and property for, you know, over, you know, almost two weeks straight. And there's just a lot going on, but, uh, things ended well. And it's a, it was a nice first phase of the event. And, you know, now it's a survival challenge. There's a bigger, there's a bigger property with more water and just a different environment. And, um, for the players, it'll, it'll be a little hotter during the day, which could be rough, but the nights will be a little warmer, so that's good for them. And hopefully the alumni that have come back to volunteer still come back just over here to Maine. But we're going to miss Bob and Peggy and Paige and John and David Crowley. But, you know, the show must go on. That's right. Well, Maybe Rich and I can start making it over to do some volunteering or something um, on an annual basis. Love to have you. If we have a work weekend, uh, I'll let you know if I'm over there. We can meet before the event where it's a little insane. So we'll we'll let you know when Isabel and I make it over there. Okay, sounds good. Well, thanks again, Mike, so, so much. I I don't want to hang up because I don't want this to end. It's it's a time of transition, and there'll be some other good, awesome person to talk about Survivor. Um, the legacy will will continue. It, even if they're named Mike, then you don't have to change any of the, the stationery. So. <laughs> wow. You take good care of yourself. Make sure you stay in touch. And uh, like I said, you know you always have an open door policy here. The door is always open to you. 
Thank you. All right. Well, you take care, hon. All right. Talk to you and later. And I look forward to seeing you this summer. Can't wait. All right. Well, that's Mike and the Mike over and out. Kansas, thank you so much for calling in, babe. Thank you. And thank you, Mike, for everything. Enjoyed listening to you for for all this time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kansas, and thank you, Sherry. And I guess it's uh good night, everybody. Yep. Good night. <laughs> thank good you night. again, Mike. Yep. Certainly appreciate all your your time with us, Mike. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap for us, guys. Good night, all. God bless. Here's Ron to take us out for the night. Um, And make sure you join us on Monday for Manic Monday with Michelle Costa. That's a wrap for us tonight. Be careful this weekend. I know there's going to be some bad weather out there. And be kind to each other out there. Good night, all. God bless. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It definitely was a great one. Mike, say good night one last time. Good night, everybody. Love you. And we love you back, Mike. Take care, babe. Good night, hon. Good night. Good night, hon. Bye-bye.